0: Hello, listeners, teachers, entrepreneurs, teacher authors, it's Jess and Amanda. (laughs) And Jess is making all sorts of silly gestures like she's on a game show or something, even though it looks like she's in a beautiful forest in her background. So we have a YouTube channel if you want to check out our tired faces. It's the morning, Saturday morning. Um, and our funny backgrounds. Uh, so this episode is another co- inside uh, coaching session. Jess and I are—I don't know—we're thinking about becoming coaches. Possibly, it's something on our radar, and maybe you are thinking about being becoming a, a coach. And I think it's like in right now. I think a lot of people are hiring coaches. And so we're just practicing our coaching skills on each other. And so last episode, Jess coached me on rebranding and pivoting in my business. And I really got a lot of value out of it. I actually listened to that again, that episode again, and like took notes, Jess. So I appreciated that. So this episode... um, Hopefully, I can live up to Jess's standards. Probably not. Um, I'll try, though. We'll see what happens. So that's what this episode is about: is um, Jess getting coaching from me on blogging and web design.
1: Welcome to the Wacky Teacherpreneurs Podcast. Your hosts Jess and Amanda have been friends and teacherpreneurs for years. Along with their successes, they've had lots of failures, foibles, and fumbles. And now, they're here to share it all with you. Stay tuned for some funny times and awesome business insights. Let's go behind the scenes of their teacher businesses now. Raw, unfiltered, real. Let's get started. Alright, just...
0: What's on your mind today?
2: <laughs> Let me take my sunglasses off. It's just really bright out here. If you're on YouTube, you know why. Um, well, we were. I was thinking about what you could help me with. And I think I've already asked you for this help before. We've gotten in arguments about it countless times. <laughs> countless times. But, you know, I'm really bad at blogging. And I. here's my hang up. Is I can never really get my blog to look the way I want it to. Or like how I imagine it. And then like I kind of know. I know how to write. I can write like the wind blows. (laughs) Like here behind me. I can write a lot. I am a prolific writer. I have 2,000 like notes in my phone. Of like ideas I have. And things I write. So I write a lot. But since I've never got my blog to really look exactly the way I want it to. And one time I had a blog designer after you blog design, like a few years after you were helping with my blog, I had a new blog designer come in. So I figured it was time for an update. It'd been a few years. So and she redid my blog and then it got hacked like right after she redid it. And I was just so it was like a six month ordeal getting my blog back. And I did get it back, but I was just so worn out from dealing with it. Like I have, I have negative blog energy is what I'm trying to tell you. Like every time I think about blogging, I just get really upset, but I do know that it is probably the best way to grow a business is like having a website, a blog, a landing page for you. And so I guess if you were me, you know, where would you even start is now I've, I've I went in and tinkered with the design that the the last blog designer did. and I've tinkered with it so much. It's so different. It's so strange looking now. I can't go backwards. I didn't save any I didn't save any of the old uh, versions of it. Um, And so now I'm just thinking of scrapping it and starting all over. So I was wondering, since you are, you have built a lot of websites and you are really good at blogging, what would you do if you wanted just a clean slate to start over? Like, what do you think is the easiest way of going about I went on Squarespace last night and I was lost for like two or three hours. Cannot do anything on Squarespace. And I know you're probably a Squarespace fan, but I just hate Squarespace. So then I tried Wix. And I got frustrated with Wix. And then I went back to WordPress because at least I know the dashboard and what it looks like. But now I'm having problems. Like when I install themes, they don't really look the way they look when you buy
0: them. I don't know. I am a mess. Will you help me? (laughs) I mean, I can try. Um, I think the first thing that came up for me was... um, and i'm wondering i have a question is it possible that you're using the look of the website to procrastinate on actually getting some content out into the world i'm just wondering
2: yeah but i think i think you're probably right about that a little bit but like i said i love writing and my phone i probably have 600 blog posts that I've written in my phone like like really like some of them are pretty meaty we're talking like thousands of words (laughs) I mean I'm not it's not like I'm like oh I don't want to do the work I don't want to do the writing it's just like everything else but the writing like I wish I just and I've even tried to just install themes that are just no pictures and they're just writing just to get in the habit of writing And it's just like nothing, I just, I don't know. I can't get anything to stick. But you are right. I will admit, you're right. I'm procrastinating because there's things I don't understand, like the graphics, the styling, like how do you make it look good, like a blog post. Like I have the words inside me. Like I said, writing has been a hobby of mine since I've been like nine years old. But I don't have the, I don't know if you want to say logistics behind it. I I don't know how to explain it.
0: And so the purpose of of starting a blog, I feel like a lot of times we just start it because we think we're supposed to. um, Right. I mean, you kind of mentioned that at the beginning. So I guess I'm wondering, what is your goal? Like what's what like in five years or 10 years? What would you hope to accomplish and you keep saying blog, but do you mean website or because they're different. Um, and, And you do have a website for your podcast. I know you have that, right? Like where all your episodes live and the show notes and things. So you do have a successful website for your podcast. And I, so I guess I'm just wondering, like, what, what would be Because I I do think that blogging is a long game, like it takes years and years and years of writing like, and paying attention to SEO, honestly, uh, to get actual traffic. And even when you get traffic, that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to make money. Because that's the position I'm in. I get thousands and thousands of people every day to my site. But are they converting? Are they buying my products? My I have someone who's working for me right now, Wesley, I've mentioned him before, uh, who's looking at my Google Analytics to find out, like, why aren't people purchasing more? And his theory is that there are a lot of kids visiting my site, actually. Um, but he's still looking at the statistics. And I think, yeah, I guess, what's the goal? Like, what? where do you want to be in five years or 10 years? with and like what would your website be about and what would you be selling on it like why would you want a website well I think
2: the goal ultimately is to sell more of my teachers by teachers products and I'd also like to be known outside of social media because I don't trust social media anymore like my social media has Just kind of fizzled like it hasn't grown in years. I haven't gained more followers than I've lost in like two or three years. I am concerned with like things going on with TikTok. Like it sounds like TikTok could possibly be banned soon. And like it just feels like that feels like a shaky ship to like put my energy into And I just want like a a platform where one, I could blog about my products and my ideas. Like I want, I'd like something longer lasting than the ephemeral nature of social media. And that's the only place I'm known on is social media. And I look at people that have grown above me, like we started out on the same platform. And what do they have that I don't? They have successful blogs. I mean, that is the only difference between like, I mean, I've just like, I started out like here with so many people like five, six, seven years ago. And then I've just watched them soar, like quit their teaching jobs and be really successful. And, you know, like just kind of like living these dreamy lives where they are making an income off of their online business that is so sustainable that even their spouses don't have to work. I don't know if that's my goal. I mean, just making more money. I mean, I think that's everybody's goal, right? But like right now I make a part-time income and it's fine. It's on autopilot. I mean, it really helps out with a lot of things. Yeah, but I I could not quit my job, right? So, I mean, I guess that's, I just would like to be known somewhere besides social media because I feel like it's fleeting and I don't think I'm growing anymore on there. I'd like a stable home. And to be seen as like more of an expert, I feel like when you're just on Instagram or TikTok or wherever, you're not really seen as an educational expert. And I'm rolling up on almost 15 years in the field now. I started my teaching journey in 2008 and I'm like, wow, that is actually 15 years. But I don't feel like, you know, I, a lot of times I don't really feel like I've been treated like, like that I'm seen as a professional. I'm getting into some deep stuff now.
0: I know. And I do think that there are teachers on social media that like they're approached by publishing companies, you know, and there's like connections that can be made on social media that might not necessarily be made with like a website that no one has ever heard of. But Mm -hmm. yeah, I do think that websites are so important, mainly for growing your email list. And being able to connect via email, um, and being able to sell through email, but again, even though I have a website with a large email list, I still have trouble being consistent emailing my list. And um, so I don't know. I'm just I'm just telling you, like, just because you're you have a beautiful website doesn't necessarily mean. That's you know, you've arrived, or whatever. I'm just that's all I'm saying, um, because and I'm a great example of that. Like I do have a beautiful website, um, but there's still problems, you know, and I'm still like you, where you know i'm I'm not making enough to replace my teaching income yet. And I think that's really what's really neat about this podcast is hopefully we're documenting a journey that's going to be really cool in the end where we both do get to quit our teaching jobs. And I, I would love to help my, br- my brother, my, <laughs> my husband quit his job. I've been with my husband for, do you have some my secrets life, that you'd so. like to share on the show? <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Um, well, I mean, he, he's, He's my other half. Okay. So um I let's I mean let's talk about WordPress because you because I, I was also thinking Kajabi, because Kajabi is like a one-stop shop, you know, like you I feel can like have,
2: I can't afford Kajabi. I tried and I had to cut it out of my budget.
0: Yeah, it is very expensive. Just keep doing it right now. Yeah, yeah. Well, in WordPress, I mean everyone talks about WordPress being the best because it's so adaptable and flexible. But I do think that if you really want a beautiful website, you have to hire someone. You have to like, and I I make this mistake all the time. Like a few months ago, I was so excited about these new plugins for my website to make my WooCommerce store look better. And so I just bought these plugins expecting them to work properly. And did they work properly? No, they didn't. There's always issues with WordPress and you really do need kind of a developer, a coder, someone who knows what they're doing that you could hire on like Fiverr, even Fiverr, or you know one of these websites. Um, <clears throat> like you said, you bought a theme, right? And you've had this problem where you upload a theme and then it just like breaks your site and everything's messed up. That's very common in WordPress. Because it's so flexible and adaptable. So have you considered investing money in like someone who can really give you what you want in terms of like what you want your website to look like? Well, I was
2: thinking the, uh, so I bought like a 30 or $40, uh, theme yesterday and it's a, actually a designer that I've checked out the last couple of years. I've been looking at her work and I love it. I just think it's so cool. It's exactly what I want my website to look like. And so I noticed in their Etsy store, they have a, it's like a $70 fee to have them install it for you. Like, you know, and and I don't know what that includes. So, I mean, I was thinking of looking into that a little bit more because I think, you know, she, and she also made some videos. She made some how-to videos, like how to make this look the way you want it to. And so I'm going to first give the videos a chance and then maybe I'll buy her services. But I'm just... I feel like I have spent a lot of money on blog and website designers like the last 10 years, like on and off. And now the prices for them have gone way, way up. Um, and so, you know, I just I feel like sometimes I just feel so frustrated. Like, I feel like I'm a smart person. Why can't I figure this out?
0: Because you know, WordPress that's- is a beast. I'd That's see.
2: why I, I get so upset about this is I, I, I was last night, I spent like seven hours
0: fooling to- around.
2: First, I went to Squarespace. So I was like, you know what? I know Squarespace is so easy. Dah, 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 and I just cannot get Squarespace to do anything I want it to. So then I, I spent two, three hours on Squ- Squarespace. Then I spend uh, two, three hours on Wix because what my best friend just made herself a website on Wix. So I thought maybe I'll do Wix, but like what I want and of course, what she's looking for is a little bit different. You know, I want more of a blog where I can really put my teaching ideas out there into several posts, you know, like all these 600 posts I have written on my phone. Like yeah. I would love to put those on a website. That's a lot of work I have. I mean, I've been writing these posts since like 2017 on my phone. And like, every time I get a great idea, I'm like writing the, the, these essays on my phone. It'd be so cool to put those out into the world.
0: Yes, and also I would recommend Rank IQ, at, like paste like searching for keywords related to the post that you wrote, and then you know because because that tool will give you keywords to insert to rank for that main keyword. Do you, do you know think I mean? that rank,
2: does rank IQ, like, do they favor certain websites over others? Like, do they see a Squarespace website as lower than like a WordPress? Like, how do they No, Have you ever heard anything like that? No,
0: no, okay. they don't. So rank IQ is a tool, an SEO tool that you can use. Uh, and they, they give you, they have some sort of software that finds out what, like, keywords and um, how hard it is to rank for those keywords based on domain authority. So websites that get a lot of traffic and have a lot of backlinks to other websites or other websites or linking to them, they have a high domain authority. So it's like zero to 100. And so if there's a keyword, so for example, I went and searched, um, what did I search the other day? like equitable teaching practices or something like that. That is a very uh, highly competitive keyword phrase. Like if I wanted to rank for that, it would take a really long time and a really great blog post. Um, So they give you keywords that are easy to rank for. Like you could get on to number one and that like, actually people are searching for and not getting good results And so they basically, it's a tool to find out how to rank fast. Do you know what I mean? Um, So in terms of like your WordPress website and like this theme that you just bought. um, Yeah, I think you might consider paying this lady to, but even that, like I've done the same thing where I've like paid someone to help me fix my website and make it look better. And I still even after they've messed with it, I still want to fix it and change things. And it's still not good enough, you know. And so I've definitely spent a lot of time fiddling with my own website um, and like learn some code, you know, like I, I know a little bit of CSS and things because I'm always inserting code snippets to change different things. And but all of that is like takes a lot of time and with time you could be using writing new blog posts and publishing them and and like emailing your list and developing a lead magnet for your website. So I just, yeah, I really, I can relate. I mean, it is very, very hard to like get your webs, And when you pay someone to make it a certain way, and then a couple years later, you're like, but I want it to do this now. And so then you have to like, Either figure it out yourself or pay someone else to figure it out for you. Um, Yeah. And I do, I have someone that I pay every month. I pay him 30 bucks a month to update all my plugins, to make sure that my site is secure and not hacked. I mean, really, if you want a nice website, you have to invest, you know, time and money into experts which is, it sounds like that's what you're doing um, right now. But, and it's hard. Cause like when you do that and then you just don't end up like using it at all, which is, sounds like what's happened with you. Um, yeah.
2: I've definitely spent like thousands on it and I just don't know. Like, and I have asked myself, is it procrastination? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. And I think some of it is just like the styling and formatting, always baffles me which is why when I find one that has like a built-in blog or something I'm like oh cool like they already have stylized blog posts so all I have to do is like change the pictures and then like type over their words I mean that's kind of like what I'm looking for at this point because when I try to do it myself it just looks really goofy
0: yeah well and you want your I mean it is important to have a website that looks good and is easy to read and is mobile friendly, you know, and like, if you have a really ugly website, and it, and like, it's hard to read, no one's gonna, you're not going to rank for anything people, your bounce rate is going to be so huge. A bounce rate is when someone goes and visits your blog post and they're like, eh, and they leave within, you know, seconds. And so your bounce rate increases. And then Google sees that. And then you don't rank that Google can like, I don't know how Google does it, their magic, but they can see all of that. <laughs> they can tell you what your bounce rate is and everything. And if you do have WordPress, you should have Google Analytics. Like you should get Google Analytics set up because it's like yeah. really important um, to keep track of your statistics and stuff and find out like when are people visiting your site the most and who's visiting your site, you know, like, cause I just found out that 18 to 24 year olds those are the most people visiting my site right now. I think a lot of kids are like really intrigued by teachers who do things differently. <laughs> I really do think there's kids think out it, there. You think it might be like
2: your mafia game posts, like they're searching mafia game and that's coming up?
0: Um, I don't know. I, I mean, some people are searching and you can look at what people are searching to find your site. Through Rank ITQ and Google Analytics, I don't know if this is helping though. Like, I do, I don't know. I mean, I it's know. like
2: you're you're telling me the answers I probably need to hear, but I don't want to hear them because <laughs> well, I don't want to spend any more money on my site. Like, I just feel like I've done enough. So then I'm like, when do you know when to walk away? You know, like when do you give up a dream? You know, like when 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 is it times? I feel like now it's been almost ten years.
0: Haven't been able to get my blog off the floor. Maybe I just need to move on, just walk away. But you used to have a really bl- a blog, and you enjoy writing. Um, I mean, yeah, I and I just
2: say that. I just wish it was a little easier to get going. You know, and you I, at this point, blog- I can't afford like a thousand or twelve hundred dollars, or even like eight hundred dollars to be just because you know the economy is changing, inflation. My situation has changed in life than when I started, right? And so I'm just kind of like, I don't know. I have to be choosy about my investments. You know what I mean? And so I'm like, how do I do this and still save money?
0: Well, and do you want to build an
2: email list? I know that's the most important thing, but without a website and a blog, I can't do it, right?
0: well, I mean, there's other ways of building an email list. You could have a landing page with a lead magnet, you know, through like lead pages. But uh, that's
2: so expensive too. It's like a hundred bucks a month. I used to pay for lead pages. Yeah. It's so pricey.
0: Yeah. It's better to just have your own website, a home. I mean, really yeah, uh, a home. And I think, I mean, you're kind of getting at something that I was talking about in our last episode about like choosing where to put your energy, because when you choose one thing you're neglecting something else, you know, like you're going to neglect your social media or whatever, or your wood crafting business. And you also have a full-time job plus you're traveling and helping teachers in other countries. Right. Um, But I think there is something about, having a website and being able to blog and put your ideas out into the world that you, you can't deny that it's obviously something that's important to you or wouldn't keep, it wouldn't keep coming. You wouldn't keep trying for 10 years. Do you know what I mean? Like, I know
2: who tries at something for 10 years and keeps failing. Well, so at this point it's like, I'm trying to get into the Olympics and I'm just never going to.
0: Yeah, like when do you give up? <laughs> well, and I think there are people. Okay, so here's an example. Do you know Mind Love? Have you listened to Mind Love, Melissa no. Monte? No. Oh my gosh, I love that podcast. And I know this episode's going co- kind of long, and we can end it soon. But I, w- I just want to give you an example of someone who doesn't have a blog. She doesn't. She has a podcast. She has a website. And you should go visit her website. Everyone listening should go visit this website. I think it's mindlove.com or something. And you can see her homepage. Her homepage is um, a landing page to join her membership. So she has a monthly membership. And the content she's putting out is podcast episodes with show notes. That's it. So like, I, I really, I think a lot of people... I think they think they need a blog, especially in the teacherpreneur world. But if they're not, I mean, you said you were really good at writing, but maybe there's something stopping you from putting that information into the world. And it's that your website needs to be perfect first. Um, but I mean, is is blogging something that you are going to be able to be consistent with, you know, and like, emailing your people is that something you're going to be able to be consistent with and if the answer is no then maybe you need to put your energy in your podcast you know and just have a landing page for people to get a lead magnet to sign up for your email list and then an email service provider so I'm just basically what I'm saying is you don't have to be a blogger Jess you could just be a podcaster
2: well, I guess my problem is that my podcast um, doesn't have anything to do with like my product line. Like yeah. I didn't, I didn't, and we, we talked about this when we were creating our course is that like when I made my podcast, um, I wasn't thinking ahead. I wasn't thinking you could monetize a podcast. Right. I wasn't thinking about anything like that. And none of my products, like I, I would just like I guess what I'm saying is, you know, what makes me money is teachers pay teachers. I make a lot of money every month on teachers pay teachers, not enough to quit my job, but it's good money. And I just wish like, if I could get to, if I could triple that, I could quit my job so easy. Right.
0: Yes. Can I ask a question? All those yeah. 600 blog posts on your phone, are they about products? Like what are the topics? Um, The topics
2: are anything I've encountered in teaching. So they're not all about my products. No, a lot of them are just about like, you know, things that I've I've encountered while teaching, like you know, problems that I've solved. But I don't always solve things with products. You know exactly.
0: I mean? So that's another problem with blogging that I face is I want to write about things I'm passionate about, not my products. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, like but- be- being a marketer and like talking about my products all the time, that is the missing piece in my business. And I'll admit it, you know, like I'm just not a marketer. I'm not. But haven't
2: a- you heard, like it, even if you're not talking about your products all the time, just getting readers to your blog will eventually bring people to your store, or your products just because of the traffic. And so many people will click around and look at your store and and buy things.
0: Yeah, well, and people are, doing that but not a lot I mean I have so much traffic I have over 10k visitors you know on my website a month um and I'm I think I can even tell you last I have my business budget up in front of me right now last month I only made from my wordpress website um 122 dollars and and I didn't email anything about any products, really. And maybe if I emailed more about them, maybe if I blogged more about them. Since you have, like, a lot of people visiting, what if you have...
2: Now we're reversing roles a little bit, but what if, <laughs> since you have so many people visiting, what if you had a pop-up offer for them? Bam. Imagine. Okay, imagine this. Wrap your head around this. 10,000 visitors a month. You. What if you had like a $3 offer for them, something they couldn't resist. I mean, what percentage of people might buy that $3 offer? I mean, you think about this, if you even had a $1 offer and everyone was like, yep, I want it, that's $10,000, right? But like, how? I know that not everybody would buy the offer, but what would be that sort of ratio where they see the offer and they're like, a good chunk of them would say yes. So many of them would say Yes that would make it totally worth it. You know?
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, and you're you're basically discounting my point that you don't need <laughs> <laughs> you don't need a blog because yeah, this is I mean, this is the fun part about having a blog, right? Is that you know, I've had it for so long and I do get traffic and I can play around with a pop-up. But Optin Monster is what I use and that's the best pop-up um like company I've ever um do you ever can you sell something through opt-in yes you can and um yeah you can do anything there's so it's so customizable opt-in monster but that is really expensive and I pay that every year I have my business budget up right now um that is uh I can't remember I don't know if you want to know this but it's expensive it's three hundred and forty dollars a year I mean, it's more than Tailwind, which I'm getting rid of because Tailwind, I don't use enough, but I'm just, I don't know. I think that if you really want a blog, you should start publishing those blog part posts. You really should, even if your website's ugly, because you have a website, right? You pay for hosting. You should just start doing it. I don't know. What do yeah. you think?
2: I don't know. It just—it it looks hideous to my eyes. It looks like oh my- someone has assaulted my eyes with like a branch, a tree branch, or something. It's like, oh.
0: But yeah. just
2: see. I want to go to your
0: website. I don't even know what the URL. This is, is
2: after I've been. That's this is after I've been a- diddling with it.
0: Oh my gosh, Jess! This looks awesome. What are you? Talking <laughs> about? It just- does not
2: look awesome. It looks weird. It's a weirdo website.
0: Sure oh my goodness! In? You you have some sort of break. There's something oh happening in Do you your. Think brain. I have
2: blog dysmorphia or something?
0: Because I think it's beautiful. Travel with me podcast shop videos blog about me services. I'm gonna go to your services page.
2: I don't think I have anything up.
0: You don't, but I love your. Your meet the teacher on the side. I'm gonna. This, go. this is just
2: see it because I've been playing with it so much. Hey, listen, you know, it's You need I don't to know.
0: start publishing blog posts. Just start. The
2: website is beautiful. Okay. Fine. <laughs> Fine. I just, this is when I just redid it like a couple months ago. I was like, I redid my blog again. And then last night, I'm trying to redo it again.
0: It's so good. Okay, I want to bring up one of our friends that we both love. And I'm actually whenever she writes a new blog post, do you think she would mind if I said her name? I don't know. I don't even know if she listens to our podcast. Do you just want me to um, say her name? Okay, fine. Abby from right on with Miss G.
2: I know hers is so good.
0: Listen, though. She has had the same website for years. It's looked exactly the same. I'm
2: going to go look at it right now.
0: And it is beautiful and it's awesome. And she's pretty consistent about writing. And I get her, I get an email, like some, I signed up somehow to get notified oh, whenever she gets that.
2: A she doesn't ever
0: have to change
2: this. It's so gorgeous. So
0: is yours though. Like when I see hers and I see yours, I think they both look great in their own way.
2: Okay. Okay, fine.
0: I think you're I'll just start putting out the
2: posts about this. I think I just, you know, I, I don't know, maybe I just need to get better with like, you know, the graphics or something like, on the blog post I think maybe that is what I need to narrow down on
0: well but if you look at her blog post like I know and she's actually my blog hero yeah and and she just has images that are embedded within the post it's not like she's doing anything fancy like for example I have now the Divi theme and remember and that theme allows you to have like text like it allows you to have multiple columns and you can have an image next to text, which is really cool. I do really like the Divi theme because you can kind of play around with it. It's kind of blocky like Squarespace where you can kind of move blocks around. Yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Um. I mean, it's not just like sp- Squarespace, but and didn't you have Divi for a while? No, but you told me about it. You told me about it a couple
2: of episodes ago.
0: Yeah, well, I'm just saying, like, I don't want you switching themes or anything because I think your website already looks great. I think you just need to get that text in there and you don't even need images. Like, really.
2: Get some text in there. But yeah. I should probably do Rank IQ to make sure I'm not wasting my time with things, huh? Maybe you should send me your affiliate link for Rank IQ.
0: Okay, well, it is thirty dollars a month. So I know, I know. If you you sign up for it, you got to use it. You know, you got to really like. Maybe I do. You think I should try to blog for a month,
2: and then if I'm successful, then sign up for Rank IQ. Yes, I think that's a great idea. Okay.
0: Yay. Okay, that's fine. Fine. (laughs) That that's your homework, right? Because coaches. Okay. Thank you. I have
2: 600 posts to choose from.
0: I'll just pick one of them. Yay. Okay. I'm going to.
2: Okay.
0: See.
1: Toodles. Toodles. Thanks for listening to this extremely serious episode brought to you by some truly wacky teacherpreneurs. Visit our website, wackyteacherpreneurs.com to get more support growing your business please leave us a five-star review. And remember, if you share this podcast with 10 other people, you'll have good luck forever.